too money. Yeah. And we're live. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Sunday Punch here with Charlie and Monty after a weird game last night. Um, we're going to talk about that, but we're going to also talk about some quick hits. We're going to talk about um, current events that are happening. And uh, and then we'll close out with all that stuff. But first, as we all know, what what's today's date? <laughs> what's today? Tuesday? 14. Today is Tuesday, but as we all know, it's always Friday night here on the SPP. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Flowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday, now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low. Studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are we can be who we are we can be who we are do you guys see uh, deshaun watson had his uh, press conference today i did not see that did he say anything crazy i'll show you a clip <laughs> of the press conference oh yes but I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you. The guy's got to throw a football. He's got to go back to work. All right, quick, quick trigger. It's about to be at Old Crow. Guilty or not guilty? You guys go first. More than guilty. He's one guilty. guilty. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, yeah, you know why I know he's guilty? You know why I know he's guilty? It's because 66 massage therapists in 17 months, like, to me – when I look, I'll go through 66, uh, like, uh, hairstylists. Like, you know, when you lose your, your haircut person, right? But once mm -hmm. you find the right one, you don't keep going on to more and more, right? Mm -hmm. And the NFL would be the same thing. You find someone who can get, get all the spots, you're playing football, you stick with them. You don't do, okay, I need 65 more <laughs> massage therapists. And I'm gonna need them on a weekly basis. Yeah, one in every state. And I'm gonna need one in every state. Well, but when you're that rich, you can fly out your favorite one to wherever you want, right? Okay, we're all in agreement. Um, Zach Levine, some news here. watch him dunk like five times um i think that's a, i think it's big because people uh king yuri was commenting in my direct mailbox he was saying that uh he thought that zach levine was somehow gonna make it to the lakers <laughs> we, we don't know if the chess moves would have been there but i'm glad to see the bulls re-sign zach levine thoughts i don't think they've re-signed him yet no they just that was on their twitter He's expected to resign like a two hundred. That was on the Bulls' Twitter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was surprised. I thought he was gonna leave. I remember he said a few things after the season ended that sounded like he was out of there. And I thought, oh, maybe they might move on or try to work a sign and trade and get something for him. But I mean, yeah, no, it's you got to retain talent, and I think it was a 
good re-sign. I we'll saw. All right, wait. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I have. Okay, expected to re-sign. The Bulls have already released it on their Twitter. Um, oh damn, I had something. Okay, here it is. Are exploring the trade market for Vucevic. Are actively just. Dis- yes. Comment. There is no trade market for Vucevic. I don't know, dude. I I said on this podcast at one point in time, he's a top five center. Okay, <laughs> Bulls are actively discussing the number 18 pick and Kobe White with teams, by the way. And then uh, are showing interest in, I don't know this guy. Do you know Vasily Micic? Point guard? Is that a draft prospect? I don't know. Let me look up the name real quick. Got it. Locking it in. Hacking into the mainframe. It would make sense that they're looking to trade um, Kobe White. If you just re-sign Levine, you have DeMar, you have Lonzo Ball, you have Io DeSumo. So, like, you have a lot of guards. So, you got to try to flip one of them with the draft pick to get some big men or other talented wing players. So, I mean, it would make sense if you're already re-signing Levine. He should go after Aiton. Yeah. Micic, just to catch everyone up, is a Serbian <laughs> professional basketball player. Uh, I don't know what position he is. What the fuck? He was uh, he was in the 2014 NBA draft. This guy's old as shit. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the Sixers drafted him like a while back. And I don't was, like, remember this guy. Stash. He was a drafting oh. stash, and then he just played his whole career in Europe and – He's just been there, and he hasn't really come to the NBA, but I think now he wants to come to the NBA. So I think now he's a free agent and can sign with anyone. Well, everyone's freaking out about this guy because the Milwaukee Bucks have trade interest. Denver (laughs) has trade interest. It's like, who gives a fuck? What is this guy, like Luka Doncic or something? No, no. he's. They just – every year there's like one European who's like been playing in the league for a while, so they freak out. But they had the one guy who signed with the – Nuggets, Compromise or whatever his name is. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, and then they come to the NBA and then they're like trash. They're nothing special. Composa's also like five nine. Oh, they're not always trash. I mean, I mean, unless you're like we got Hito Turkaloo. Well, yeah, mean, but these guys are getting drafted. Like, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the ones that get drafted and just stay in okay. Europe for a while. Yeah. Okay, so do you think Bulls, if everyone stays healthy, they got a shot for the chip, right? No. Okay. Well, they're getting bounced in the first round, yeah. Who do you want to see in the championship next year, by the way? I thought this was an interesting one. Who do I want to see? Like an unbiased? Is that? I mean, the Sixers. Let's save it. Let's save Let's save, Let's save. save this one. I want to save this until after the Celtics uh, uh, Warriors discussion. All right. Speaking of Luka Doncic, by the way, um, the other thing that was in the headlines here is, of course, this. I haven't shot a basketball since no April, like maybe like April 5th. Like where you actually shot a basketball. Probably like April 5th. And then Stephen A, you know, when he's got to say this. JJ Reddick, are you ready for this? I take Anthony Davis over Luka. I take Anthony Davis over Jokic. Yes, I would. Mm. And let me go a step further. Let me go a step further. And I <laughs> Oh, I didn't get the step further. I saw that. I didn't see who the step further was. Who did he say? Oh man, I don't know. I was worried I had to work out and then that's the only clip I could find. <laughs> He's talking about like two top five. I'll players. take him over <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. LeBron James. Um, so what do you think of uh A D not shooting a basketball? I thought what not, what's the big deal? I feel like everyone does that. You take a break, right? After you're or 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 okay. Or is this like all falling into the Anthony Davis narrative of won the championship, does not care? Big deal or little deal? Um I I personally don't really care. Like it's the off season. It was only two months ago. Training camp doesn't start till October, so he can pick a basketball up in July or, or right. um, August or September. So, I mean, and apparently it's common that basketball players, like, take, like, a month or two off after the season's over. But, like, I can see the outrage that, like, oh, this man gets hurt every single time, hasn't gotten, like, 
to reach his full potential. He's still like an all NBA. He's nasty when healthy, a top five player, but maybe he just wants to rest and recover. And I mean, I don't blame him. Like it's the off season. You don't need to be going hard in the gym and doing that just yet. Just a little, a couple months, maybe a month or two before training camp. But I don't really mm-hmm. care. Yeah, I mean, I think there's Char- Charlie. Would you take him above Luka Doncic when right? No shot. No, but when right? <laughs> no. <laughs> how about how about Jokic when right? No. When right? I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I mean, I when healthy, he's a top five player. So he's you in the same. Are racist? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I I would take him above Jokic, but not above Luka. I think Luka, like I said before, Luka and Giannis are going to run the league for the next like five, six years, and even more. But then I think AD, when healthy, he's seven feet. He can block. He can put up twenty something points when healthy. I you think put he, a healthy AD on that Nuggets team this year. Are they making the playoffs. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Yes. We're not gonna act okay, like I think they not, do. Like, I, I, I'm not even. I'm not gonna go that far, Charles. I I disagree, because I, I think I think Jokic is, Jokic's playmaking ability is what led them that far, and he's not a playmaker. He's a better defender than. But than, that AD defensively is when he's yeah. All no, I agree. Offensively, he can easily put up 26 like and 12 and do whatever he wants. I mean, he he won a championship. He can't shoot I from mean, three anymore. Yeah, but like when he's on, it's we're taking granted like he's on, he can shoot, Too he can space the floor, do whatever. But he he won a championship. Like yeah, LeBron was there, but it was just him and LeBron, and then a bunch of scrubs trying to win a chip. So I I have yet to see anything. I don't want to say yet to see from Jokic, but they matched up in, in the bubble, and AD he he hit that game winner, and mm-hmm. he played really well that series, and that's a big reason why they won the championship because AD was balling out in the bubble. Isn't it- isn't it crazy I mean, that it literally Jokic like do it in the bubble? Then you go from is this guy a potential MVP candidate of the league to two years later being like fucking bum. <laughs> well, I blame it on injuries. Like he... no, I'm not saying he's a bum. I don't, but I don't think he's better than Jokic. And I don't think no, I, no, I he's not better by... than Jokic. Went uh, on, not, not like what we've seen the last. Charlie, years. I don't know if you heard. Win right, win right. And that's – I mean, I can see what Stephen A is saying. This man, AD, is like a freaking – like, he, he's nasty. Like, he, when that run that they won the chip, they, I mean, yeah, LeBron was there, but when LeBron didn't really know what to do, he just gave the ball to AD in the post and said, give me some buckets. And even in that game six, oh. he had that dagger three that also end, like basically won them the chip. Yeah, right. LeBron always defense. needs someone else to take charge. Yes, I mean we are all in agreement Shaq, on this. No, no, Shaq, Shaq even this. tweeted something recently that he said he he called someone a bum because he got carried. Uh, something about getting carried, and he was like, "You need two superstars to win a championship. You can't just win one by yourself." Mm-hmm. So, Unless you're Michael Jordan. Yes, he has. Well, got we're all in agreement on this. We don't <laughs> need to argue. We're all in agreement on this. Uh, can you work out too much? Because I, I remember I used to be like a 50% three-point shooter. And then I started working my shoulders out. You can probably see it in the upper left-hand square here. And then uh, all of a sudden I'm missing layups now in the game when we played. I think you can work out too much. I don't know. I think you were, I think you're a little rusty. I think that was it. <laughs> Yeah. No, I used to be just like AD. <laughs> until until I fell in love they with you. They call you AS out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they call me they call A-S-A. me AS. so um Nozak, by the way, let's tie this all together. Circle it up. Uh Nozak Levine for Lakers. AD hasn't shot a ball in two months. The new head coach who guarded LeBron back in the day, by the way, that's a huge deal apparently, said Russell Westbrook's amazing. Lakers run back, not make the playoffs? Question mark? I just don't think – well, I, th- I think they'll definitely be better than they were last year. But I, Anthony Davis 
he can't stay healthy. He's getting like multiple injuries a season. I mean, if we're drinking the magic potion that makes him makes him right, if he's right, then Space Jam. Then I agree with Monty. He's he's a tremendous player. Still don't think he's better than Jokic, but between him and LeBron, I don't see them both staying healthy for an 82 game season. I mean, if it was just a playoff series, then yeah, but it, they got to make it through an 82 game season, which is is a lot. And um, Westbrook Westbrook's not getting any better. I mean, Westbrook was healthy and playing bad, which is yeah. like it's yeah. it's. I don't see how that plays out. Um, and I don't see them, I mean, of the players available, unless they make a major trade it, that blows up the team. I mean, I don't see them, see anybody, them adding anybody that, like, drastically changes their their team. Um, well, Monty, this is your team. So what, what do you think? I mean, what, what are the expectations that you have? <laughs> Why did you deny that this is your team? No, no, because I know, like, he's just going to say, oh, you're a LeBron fan. Like, you're uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, it depends on what the well. You love that LeBron tweet that he sent out yesterday, where he said addicted to the grind, and he was yelling into the camera as a thirty-something eight-year-old man. Whatever. Who he took is. that picture, by the way. There's no camera. It was him. It's his giant long arms, dude. God, I wish I had that clip where he's rapping to himself as a thirty-five-year-old. Your hero. No, I mean, right, we gotta hear my. Gotta I don't. Hear my. I don't idolize anyone. Like he's just a good basketball player. But okay, um, yeah. Sorry, I of course <laughs> took it off the rails again. Let's let's take it back to the original point. No, I mean, it depends on what the expectations are. If the expectations are, oh, they can win a championship, I think that has to be tamed down. But they definitely will make. Like if they're healthy, they'll definitely make the playoffs and be a top five seed. I mean. I mean, LeBron this year averaged damn near 30. It was yeah. AD was the big question mark. When he's on, the Lakers move. When he gets hurt, the Lakers are stumbling and look clueless. And I still think they'll trade Westbrook. I know the coach said that, but he's not going to bash Russell Westbrook while Westbrook's at the presser and while they're probably trying to trade him because right. it's going to hurt his value. I still think, yeah, he gets moved. And the offseason hasn't even started, so a lot of stuff can still happen. Are there odds for NBA futures yet, Charles? I don't know. I don't bet anymore. You don't gamble anymore. Monty, are there odds for NBA futures? Can you look up the Lakers right now? Yeah, I mean, I can. I know they Do they even have those? Are the season still going? Look it up right now. We'll see. Lady Luck. All bets. Put it all on seven. Lady Luck. They call her Lady Luck, blowing them down. When she kisses me, I'm in heaven. Snake eyes. Ah! Snake eyes? Snake eyes? Oh, no! No! I'm ruined! You! You ditched them! What? I did not. Yeah, you did! You owe me 50 grand! Lady Luck. Where are we at? I found a yeah. website that says Nets are the favorite favorites next year. The this one you're kidding me. No, this one the has Nets the are Warriors. In shambles. Caesars has the Warriors as plus four hundred. They have the Lakers twelfth at plus twenty two hundred. Ah, uh, do you taking that? Um, I mean, it's your team. No, because damn, this like season hasn't even started, and throwing a future like. Ooh, oh, for yeah. Dame Lillard, he's on the market. That's what I hear. You're not getting Lillard. <laughs> That's what no, I hear. He, he doesn't want to run away from the grind. He's going to stay in Portland. Uh, yeah, he'll – He. I have another take on Dame. I can't say it because it's offensive to certain uh, gender groups out there, but um, I, have a, I, I have a take on why Dame Lillard's staying with the Trailblazers. I'll tell you later. I don't want Charlie's mom to get angry at me. Okay, <laughs> NFL. They've moved on from Papa John's to Pizza Hut to Little Caesars. Question, Monty. Uh-huh. Of those three pizzas, which would, which would you prefer? I mean, you didn't say it, but I would take Domino's out of any fast no, food no, one. That's, that's not... Yeah, I know, but I mean, I wouldn't... <laughs> honestly, what you said... Uh, it's a D. What was the other one? 
We're gonna clip this, dude. We need the dumb. We need the the title to be Papa John's to Pizza Hut to Little Caesars? Question mark. Insane reaction. No, I would go with Pizza Hut, but I mean, I'm not eating any of those. I mean, Papa said, John. We already know about him. You're wasted. Okay, which one do you choose? All right, these are all wasted pizzas, right? I mean, let's be honest. These aren't like. We're not going to Lumilnati's. We're not going to Gino's East. You're me. Oh, you're me at 4 p.m. on Saturday. What you getting? Yeah, you're you're Charlie at 4:32 p.m. <laughs> on his birthday. Probably Pizza Hut. I feel you can't go wrong with Pizza Hut. I was excited about Little Caesars. I like Little Caesars mostly because Char- Charlie said it's not made of real um, uh, pizza ingredients. Yeah, I feel like Little Caesars. Anytime I hear about Little Caesars, it's they're doing something. They're saying someone finally out pizzaed the hut. Yeah. <laughs> do you refuse to eat papa john's just because their ceo is a piece of shit no i mean i just never really ate papa did you used to be a piece of shit oh yeah slick back hair white bathing suit sloppy steaks white couch you would have not liked me back then <laughs> well papa john did a little bit more than that but <laughs> Oh man, we're I'll tell you what. So you were you boycotted Papa John's, right? Let's just let's just finish this one off. I mean, I don't even know last time I had Papa John's. I don't even think I've ever had Papa John's, if I'm being honest. I see you. Oh standing up. You've never oh, had Papa John's. No, because like if I I would just go to Domino's. There was always a Domino's close by. So I like Domino's. You're in Philly? Yeah, like just back home if it like college, it's just a Domino's down the block. If Domino's is an option, I agree with Monty. I know it's not an option in this hypothetical, but um, what, what's, what makes Domino's so great? The the garlic on the crust? It's just better than those three. Yeah, I'm not it's saying just, it's good. I'm just yeah. saying it's better than those three. <laughs> you ever had Hungry Howie's? Is that a Florida thing? That must be a Florida. I've thing. never had that. Uh, okay. Is there any other just like chain pizzas that we're forgetting? That uh, this is so important to the cast. Round table is Round Table a I've never heard of that. CC's? Yeah, CC's was the one. I always mix up CC's and Little Caesars. But they're California both Pizza Kitchen? Hopeless. No, CC's was like you would go there. Right. They didn't, or you can't deliver. Yeah, they CC's. had all the pizzas just all, like on the display. They had pizzas on. Have you ever been to CC's, Charlie? No. Okay. <laughs> Don't go there. But the, I would go there all the time, but it's weird. It's very strange. Um, you would go there and they'd have pizzas on display that they would immediately welcome you like Moe's, like um, if you know Moe's, they'd say, welcome to CC's. <laughs> and you walk in and they're like, well, you're getting the buffet. That's all we have. So just go ahead and pay us $9. <laughs> and then you would go. And the weirdest thing about CC's is they have these giant TVs in there and they were all playing like SpongeBob or like <laughs> some like anime. <laughs> and there's like children running by you and you're like, well, I mean, I, I don't have any money and, you know, $9 for unlimited pizza. Uh, I guess I'll have to deal with this like giggling SpongeBob at full volume and 19 children walking by me. But I like it. And they had um, dessert pizza. Remember that, Monty? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Was... You'd be like, hey, I just ate nine slices of pizza. Yeah. I'm feeling a little bit like I need some dessert. Well, at CC's, you can then get another pizza made out of chocolate. Okay, I think we covered the pizza thing. The pizza thing's dumb. Okay. Um... Last thing, real quick, before we get to the Celtics, 30 minutes in. Uh, tornado warning in in Chicago last night. How scared were you? On a scale of one to five, how scared, how scared were you? Can we do decimals? Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, we all know the SVP is all about decimal places. <laughs> Not fractions. Not fractions. Sorry, sorry. Dude. Sorry. Dude, oh, sorry. Yo, you know you know my slogan fuck fractions hashtag <laughs> i would say a little over one i was more annoyed than i was like worried i was like 
because I, I told you I come into my apart I come into my apartment complex, and there's like a bunch. There's three people grouped together downstairs, and two of them are like freaking out, like like what's gonna happen? Like what are we doing? And the third guy comes walking in, and he has an eye patch on, right? And he's acting like he's like the, the tornado, like your friend, the tornado <laughs> specialist. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are these guys doing? They're like. I think we need to go into the laundry room. I think that's the best place. And I just like thought to myself, I was like, I'd rather just risk it and not hang out with these guys for an hour. Okay, I didn't know how long it was going to go for. What if that's his like thing? Like that's how he picks up chicks. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank God. Another tornado warning. I can <laughs> act like an expert. I patch is part of it. He's not even. Yeah. He's like, and he's also into, I believe, one of the other people are transgender, correct? So this is like a specific niche for this guy. Very specific niche. <laughs> he's like, there must be a tornado warning and there must be a transgender in the lobby. And then I am on my way. Actually, not a real person. He just like spawns in when a tornado <laughs> comes <laughs> in Chicago. Uh, Monty, yeah, how many no. tornadoes have you experienced? Um, I don't think I've ever experienced a tornado. That's oh, why I was like, I I was confused. Like I was driving and then all of a sudden that loud ass ring went over mm-hmm. my phone and I was going to go to the grocery store and get some food. But then I was like, uh, let me take this a little bit more seriously. And I just went straight to my apartment. And so, yeah, it was more of an impedance. Like I, I didn't even eat dinner because I had no food. So I just waited for it to pass. Could come over for tacos, food. dude. <laughs> Did you so, ever no, consider I mean, chasing the twister since you were already no, in your car? No, I'm not that stupid. I like I, I'm not I'm not messing with that. Cause the last thing I want to do is have like something blow my car away or have like a big ass branch fall on like on my car. So I was like, let me just get back to my apartment and then figure it out once it passes. Cause it only set for like an hour, and I was like, all right, we'll just let it pass and then figure it out. I like how you said that because I almost planned an entire vacation off of just <laughs> chasing twisters in cars. <laughs> I was literally going to buy a plane ticket to go to the middle of Kansas, then rent a car so that I could go towards a twister. My parents were no. literally offering to pay for your tickets to come to the Cubs game, and you almost said, no, nah, I'd rather go chase tornadoes. <laughs> and then I'm texting my buddy who invites me on this tornado vacation and, uh, you know, if you can't make a tornado vacation, they come, they come to you, apparently. And, and Charlie said, oh, how many of those have you experienced? That was the first one. That was the first time I ever got a notification saying, tornado nearby, get to, uh, you know, a safe area. Yeah, I was, I was in the gym at the time. I completed the workout. <laughs> if I'm going out, it's going to be crunching, okay, <laughs> while I see a tornado take me up. What were you going to say, Charlie? I was saying I, I, I was texting Tom after I, text, I texted you. I was like, how serious should I be taking this tornado warning? And you, you said I texted 50 chicks telling them I love them. And I was like, so I, I literally got that response. And I'm like, okay, well, who's the next person I should text to get an actual serious reply? So I texted Tom yeah. and I was like, like, what's the deal? Like. This yeah, before. Tom would know. He's an older gentleman. He's probably experienced three. Well, he's lived tornadoes. here for longer, and he said he's ex- he said this is like the fourth or fifth time that he's experienced. But he said that this is by far that was by far like the most like the loudest and like the longest yeah. that he. I mean, I don't know how loud it was for you, but I only live like a block and a half away from Wrigley, and I guess they have a siren at Wrigley, and it was really loud here. And then it was the thunder and lightning. I don't think I've ever heard like a thunderstorm that loud it sounded like it was insane i was on my balcony watching it because i just (laughs) thought that was cool on the 37th floor and i also i had a i had a glass of whiskey with me and um i just thought it'd be a really funny way to die (laughs) just like um if the tornado take to like like caught me right but but then didn't take my glass of whiskey and i was just like flown out to the water and and then people were like where's adam like you know i don't show up to work and they're like go go to his apartment and they're just like he was never seen again but there's half a glass of whiskey on the balcony (laughs) the kid in the apartment across the way (laughs) no 
<laughs> for those that don't know, there's a child that is across the way from my building and he likes to stand and it's, it's actually really creepy. Um, he stands at the window and he watches me hook up with chicks. Moving on. Speaking of creepy, um, scary movies, more scary or less scary in the, in the theater. Because we got a good good scary movie coming out, 100% Rotten Tomatoes. It's called The Black Phone, speaking of children, speaking of creepiness. It's about a child abductor. Murderer. But, well, okay, a murderer, yes, yes. I didn't want to go that dark immediately, but I didn't want to give anything away either. But scary movies, because my buddy, I sent it to him. He's a, he's a cinephile like me. He enjoys the horror the horror movies and uh he was like oh that's just coming out should i wait because is a scary movie scarier when you rent it just at home alone in the complete darkness or is it scarier to have the energy of the crowd i think it's scarier at home in my opinion monty doesn't like scary movies no i was i think it's scarier in the theaters because like so if I want to watch a movie at home, like I have a blank eye, I'll like I have a pillow, like I'll just like watch it. But if I'm in the theaters and there's other people, like, and you're right. just like sort of exposed, like I, yeah, that's that, that's scary. Exposed. exposed, dude. What are you doing with the popcorn bag? <laughs> no, like, like I, yeah, I prefer to watch scary movies at home just because. If I don't want to like watch it, I just turn it off and just like put something else on or. If I'm after it's done, I just want to go to sleep. Then I can just go to sleep. Wait a second. You've turned off a movie while you're at home before because it got too. No, scary. I like. We will watch them, but then I would just like be on my phone and like something like they like. Uh, okay, like, I, I see. Like, That's true. The theater guarantees that you cannot be on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. I will say though, I don't go on my phone either way, and so I'm gonna go with. By yourself in the darkness watching a scary movie. Do not get your phone. Do not be with anyone else. Okay? Don't get the chick over. Don't try and Netflix and chill on a fucking horror movie. <laughs> Say, I'm busy. Tell her that. Say, I'm busy tonight. Okay? And then she doesn't show up. And then watch, like, Hereditary in complete darkness. I dare you to go to bed after that movie. I dare you to try and sleep. That is the scariest. I agree for with me, you. For me. No, I agree with you. I think I, I, I get comfort in the other people right? in the movie theater. Sometimes you get laughs, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, I remember when we watched Hereditary. I watched Hereditary in the theaters. And this kid that I actually know, my my, my parents or my dad, my mom was with us. It was me and my mom and a bunch of our friends family friends watching and this kid like jumped up in that one scene that you know oh yeah about. yeah oh yeah and it was like what the fuck did we just watch <laughs> <laughs> money have you ever seen hereditary yeah <laughs> like I, i've seen a Best lot of yeah. like, him with his phone though no I just, like, I just like so like seeing like yeah i just like sometimes just zone out and i just go on my phone i just Okay. Okay. I will say that if you went to the black phone and some creepy guy went and he was like sitting next to you. Now that could add an added element of of freight. Moving on. (laughs) All right, let's talk NBA basketball right after a quick commercial break. 60 iterations off the central finite curve. There's a Rick that works more with wood than polarity plating. His name is Simple Rick, but he's no dummy. He realized long ago that the greatest thing he'd ever create was his daughter. I love daddy! We captured that moment. We run it on a loop through Simple Rick's mind. And the chemical that makes his brain secrete goes into every Simple Rick, Simple Wafers wafer cookie. Come home to the impossible flavor of your own completion. Come home to Simple Rick. Okay, thank you. Um, I'll tell you what. I've been killing this whiskey. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. I'm just saying right now, going into the NBA discussion, I'm feeling it. What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? 
I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. Okay, so the Celtics. <laughs> you like that one? Uh, Celtics have uh, not broken 100 only two times in this playoffs, and this is one of those times. Um, I'll tell you what. I still weirdly feel confident in the Celtics. I'm the only one who has this take, by the way. I've listened to podcasts already. But to me, the Celtics have the majority of the better players. When you add them up, we add up the rosters. It's like Celtics are the majority of the better players. They turn it over they're sloppy they you know they don't play cohesively in certain quarters where you're just like what happened what did you feel as this game was happening Monty and Charles and I know Charlie's very confident in the Warriors now but to me it's just like how are the Celtics and I might be crazy but how are the Celtics not after they went up 2-1, I thought, this is over. The Celtics are way better. They're bigger. They have better players. And it's just, like, to me, I, I don't know what's going on, but I still feel very confident in a Game 7 matchup. What are your just initial emotional feelings about this game? Well, I said this before the series started. The Warriors are more experienced. They're better coached. And they have better chemistry overall. Yeah, I, I agree with you in that they have better individual players. Um, but the Warriors have by far the best player in the ser- in the series, which is impactful. And it's yeah. crazy that that best player goes 0 for 9 from 3, and they still win by double digits. First time that he hasn't hit a 3 in a game in, what was it, 230-something games? That's pretty embarrassing. I told you. I told you I was going to embarrass you, Barry. But the Warriors... Yeah. I mean, if we want to talk about who's winning the series, if Scott Foster's refing game six, it'll probably go seven. That's just how it is. And it's... That's just... I mean... All right, let's get into this. Monty, do you actually believe in the NBA conspiracy theory of Scott Foster is refing? He's the extender. Do you think that – are we really going to this place where it's like, oh, it's guaranteed that Scott Foster is going to dictate this game? Well, for the Celtics, I think they're 13-0 and when he officiates. So there's some type of coincidence. Like, it's, you don't just randomly win all 13 games when he refs. So I don't, I don't believe in the whole conspiracy, but there's something to that. Who are you taking – then and, and let's get we'll break down the details but just real quick who are you taking in game six I'm, I'm going i said warriors and six so i'm going to stick with warriors and six even if scott foster refs i mean then it's gonna be warriors and seven but i mean i i would still take my chances i think i mean the warriors won two straight games they're on a roll Steph plays horribly and they still end up dominating. That just shows how much of a pull he has on the game. And I don't want to – yeah, I mean I, – I was listening to Richard Jefferson earlier. He said the Warriors are like the biggest just like um, play around team. Like he was saying like so for the first couple games or like they'll just do whatever they want. Like if it works or it doesn't. And then they'll like kick into drive mode and figure out what works and then just like blow you out and then run with it they they love to experiment and just try new stuff and then they just get to what actually works and then they just i remember in. watching the pregame and uh who was his name it was uh wilbon michael wilbon was saying he was like they figured it out like after after game four he was like the warriors what no i'm just wondering like figured what out because they they got they lost like their quarter is the third quarter. Um, the Celtics kind of figured it out. And I was shocked when the Celtics lost in the fourth because I was like, that's usually when the Celtics kill it. So to, for the flip-flop to happen, for me, I was like, 
I was surprised. And it, I, to me, it was like, oh, the Celtics have figured it out. You think it it's like a science quarter. that a, a team like dominates a quarter? It's it's not like. Yeah, I think I think the Warriors go for it in the third. And so when they went for it and didn't get it and the Celtics had won the third, I thought, oh, they're in major trouble because they usually go for it in the third. I wouldn't say that it's like a go for it. I wouldn't say like one team doesn't have the, their foot on the gas in a certain quarter, but. I think there's, Monty, would you say there's certain, it's like, you know, I mean, it's a marathon, right? And NBA, yeah, it's a, so it's a marathon and then a chess match, a chess match within that. And I will say like, so like for the first, in a way you could say the Warriors figured out, they're going back and forth. So the first four games, the Celtics were playing Steph one-on-one and he was cooking them. And then they made the change game five to like send high blitzes at him, bring up the pick and roll guy to try to blitz it. And he struggled, but he countered by getting his teammates involved. And so right. that's where they won. So it's, it's a lot of back and forth and the Celtics figuring out, okay, this is how we stop Steph. But I think that's why they didn't send doubles earlier because shit, if we send doubles game one through four, Look at what just happened in game five. They're going to cook us even if Steph doesn't play well. So I think just team and talent-wise, the Warriors are just the better team. So, like, Ime Adoka is just like – like he, he's sort of stuck. It's like I try to keep Steph one-on-one, he's going to drop 40. I try to double him, he's going to get his teammates open. Poole's going to have 15. Wiggins going to have 20-something. Clay's going to get his. So I think just the Celtics are sort of stuck. It's just trying to pick, like, the better option to keep the game competitive. Would you have said that seriously? Would you have said that after they went up to one, though? I mean, I, I, I listen to what Richard Jefferson he, he just says, like, the Warriors just like mess around and do whatever they want, and then they just go into go mode. So, I mean, it's just me something with them that they click. Like, that I mean, that's why I doubled down and threw on the Warriors after they went 2 1 because just talent wise, they're, they're better than the Celtics. And oh, see, better I team. completely disagree with that. No, like a better team, they have the experience. Tally, and- you just agreed with me, Charlie. Charlie, by the way, is looking at me like I have 19 heads that just grew out of the side of my No, head. I'm looking at you that you thought that it was over after game, after they went up 2-1. Oh, yeah, I thought it was over. I mean, I said that in the office, remember? I remember you. Yeah, uh, I, remember I was you. like, you know, I think Warriors will win the next one or maybe one of the next two but then i think the celtics will finish them off i yeah see i i just i don't think that you can count ever count the warriors out even if they're down 3-1 i still think that they would have a chance um the i mean and you saw that in the past two i mean game what was it game four specific or no yeah game four specifically i mean to win on the road in that hostile environment being down i mean you lose you're down 3-1 and that's the percent the percentage chance of winning the series is incredibly low right i I just think that i mean i've i mean i know that you you guys are big warriors fans too but like growing up in the bay and watching all watching a lot of warriors games my dad being a big warriors fan my mom being a big warriors fan it's like they the chemistry that they have together and i like i've said this before kerr gets is doesn't get enough credit for his adjustments and um, his ability to lead the team. And it's, I think that they were never out of it. I mean, obviously they, they played. So, I mean, game one, they should have won. They just collapsed in the fourth. Sure. And then it was game three. They were still in it until what? Five minutes left and Boston pulled away. But I mean, like Monty said, and I, I've seen. I mean, I've seen this over over the years too. I mean, that they they have the ability to adjust, and I I didn't really like know how to express it until Monty said it. But it does seem like they do kind of just experiment and just like kind of figure out what works. And the first, they're that good that they can kind of figure out what's what's going for them and how the how the team is defending them in the first couple games. And even in game five last night, I mean even when Steph isn't directly distributing to players, his gravity. And when they decide that they're not, they're going to not let him beat them. That opens up so many more options for the team. And I think part of it too, was just that the Celtics 
played pretty poorly and turned the ball over. And they, I think, are showing a lot of inexperience in their consistently turning the ball over and playing a lot of sloppy. I mean, they can either, they're, they're, when they're on, they're on, but they can also play right. extremely sloppy. But this is, the, and that's what's frustrating to me is that I think they're the better team, in my opinion. And so if you eliminate the stupidity, I just think it's clear as day that the Boston Celtics are the better team. So like just eliminate the turnovers, eliminate. I don't think you can though. That's the problem, right? So Jalen Brown is not going to suddenly get better at dribbling. Right. And it's almost amazing that Jalen Brown is this good. Right. Because he can't dribble the ball. That was absurd last night. The way he was, you know, off the second dribble into the lane. I I was watching it with Charlie. I had, from the second quarter on, zero confidence that Jalen Brown was going to hold on to the ball. Or know what to do. That's another thing. They don't know what to do. Like, everyone's like, oh, drive, drive, drive. You're bigger, you're bigger. You're, you know. Jason Tatum's shooting 30% from two-point range. And Jalen Brown's a turnover machine. Jason Tatum's a turnover machine. Most turnovers in the playoffs. You're right. You're right. You're right. But it's just like 30% from two-point range. In today's NBA, what does that mean? It means you're going right to the hoop. You're not shooting long jumpers anymore. And Jason Tatum to be 30%. That's insane. And there's not, there's not going to get anything better. Like they're not, he's not going to suddenly become better at driving and finishing. So to me, it's like, you're good at ISO jump shots. Do that. Only do that for the love of God. That being said, I still think that they win and force it to game seven. Now in game seven, I have no idea what happens. By the way, Scott Foster's from Maryland. So no conspiracy there. Celtics fans can be He's everywhere. not from Boston. He's not from Boston. He's from Maryland. He's probably just a Ravens fan. He doesn't really know about basketball. <laughs> He's not a fan of basketball. Um, if you think Scott Foster's not uh, refing game six, you're insane, by the way. He's definitely refing game six. So you guys are taking Golden State. I just want to put it out there. You guys are taking Golden State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody want to bet me $100 on this? Even odds? Well, no. I'll give you the points. I'll give you the, the favored points. What do we got? That, what, do we, what do we got for the odds? Nah, he's, a, think, he's, talk, he's talking about game six. Oh, oh. I thought he was talking about the series money line. No, just game six. Lady Lodge. Uh I'm pretty sure they have... Um, let me see. I'll give you. How about this? It's Warriors I'll or until, underdogs. I'll, I'll give you until the game starts. How about that? Because it's I know you guys want to see if Scott Scott Foster is going to ref, and that's released at nine a.m. Right, Charlie? It says nine a.m. of game day, but it'll probably be before that. I'm assuming since it's the, the finals game. But no, I'm. I think he probably will ref too. I mean, I know. COVID Adam Silver is going to be calling in the troops. <laughs> but Game uh, 7 will bring hey, a lot of money. Hey, Monty, how deep are you on the conspiracy theories? I mean, I wouldn't know. Like, not, like, I don't believe them, but I there's definitely some coincidence. Like, stuff doesn't just work out because it is, but I, I don't go straight to saying, oh, conspiracy, oh, it's all rigged, but because at the end of the day, you actually got to play on the court and put the ball in right. the basket. But no, I, yeah, how I would about the I influence? Say. How about the influence? Because Charlie, when we were at um, uh, the pizza place the other day, he was talking about how he called Steph Curry foul foul. Now that yeah, I thought that the that the influence is definitely there. This man, like, they called a foul on Steph Curry on a little bump, and on the I think the next play down, Jalen Brown did the same thing, and they just didn't call anything, and then. They got Curry on another foul. So he picks up two fouls right there. And 
he he knows what he's doing. Like he he knows he's calling two quick fouls on Steph Curry. So yeah, they they call quick fouls on the on. I mean, multiple players early on, so then later in the game they can dictate, not just for the sake of fouling them out, but dictate their minutes essentially, and that makes it easier to dictate the game down the stretch. Um, which, I mean, if you look at a lot of these games, it's pretty suspect i would say that, that there's definitely on a lot of occasions something funky going on but it's because there's there's two different ways to look at it you look at it that they're trying to influence the spread or that it's their adam silver you know that's gone a little soldier too going in to just force another game so the revenue goes up Which, well well what if adam silver just said this right what if he just said and he's never going to say this, but what if the like through the grapevine, there's a messenger, and he's just like, make sure it's influenced. <laughs> like obviously, you can't like people are going to make their shots and everything else, but make sure Golden State has a couple fouls, just like three to four fouls throughout the game that are going to. Just push, just push the influence a little bit this or that way. I don't know, and I don't think we'll ever know. But it, but you're you're leading. If I had to put money on it, if I had to put money on it, I would say that Scott Foster specifically is is and has been up to something fishy. I don't know who's calling the shots, but it's I don't know. It's. Every time I watch a game of his, I watch, I specifically watch him and the calls that he's making. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Which is weird because I saw something that said that like he's one of the highest, I don't know how they, I guess like highest percentage of correct calls. But I don't know if that's just the NBA releasing that to. Wow, that's, you know, now you're getting deep screen, into the, yeah, you're screen, getting right? deep into the splinter cell. Dude. <laughs> but here's another thing boston's bench contributed zero like literally nothing in the last game i mean if that's gonna happen i'll give you this golden state's gonna win game game six i I can't i cannot picture grant williams pritchard and horford do absolutely nothing in boston i just can't picture it I mean, they'll they'll put up numbers, but I think that goes back to talent. The Warriors have the better bench, and it's like, I mean, I like yeah, they put up zero, but I'm not expecting Grant Williams, Derek White, Pritchard to give me numbers. Like if they do, uh, that's amazing. But I think the expectation is they're gonna be okay. But Horford, you gotta expect something from Horford. Like he started. No, I know, I know. Oh, I was talking about the bench. But, oh, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. Hort- you're, you're right, you're right. I, mean, I meant like, oh. okay. Yeah, yeah, right. the, the role players. Horford's got to give you more. Yeah, your role players have to step. I mean, that's what dictates games. The superstars, I mean, that's, look, Steph Curry didn't play well, but Andrew Wiggins went crazy. Your role players, right. your superstars are going to keep you in the game. Your role players are going to win the game, and they go one for, it's a big difference of like one of them going three for three from three or going 0 for three from three and completely swinging the game one way. So, yeah, they definitely have to step up, but I mean, I'm not expecting the Celtics bench to step up. Like, if they hit shots, amazing, but I'm not relying on Grant Williams to knock down some threes for me. Maybe not Grant Williams, but I am expecting Pritchard to hit down some threes. Yeah, I mean, am I crazy? He, he did looks in like Miami. A, yeah, but he looks like a deer in headlights now. Like, I think his first play this time was he caught in and stepped out of bounds, and then he yes. chucked up a three, and then – Maybe, maybe not this is too big of a stage for him. Yeah. Which is where yeah. I think the Warriors, I mean, it's really hard to say. I mean, like, I think if you took every, like, one through five, like, matched up, like, 1v1, I would say that the, the Celtics would have the advantage. But that's it's a team game. It's like, if I were to, if I were to take a Clay versus Jalen Brown in a 1v1 matchup, I would take Jalen Brown. But in the sense of a five-on-five game, I would take Clay. I think Clay's a better defender, and I think he's got better experience. And just in the Warriors system, I think he works really well with teammates around him. But um, yeah, I'd take the Warriors bench pools better than anybody that that Boston has off their bench. Um, 
And Looney, you know, they're taking Looney off the bench now too. Looney's Looney's played really, really well in the entire playoffs. He's fit. I mean, he he just plays his role and he plays his role really well. And that's the thing the Warriors have done really well is offensive rebounding. Wiggins and Looney have been just absolutely monsters on the board. And I mean, that's the thing with the Warriors. It's like you chuck up so many shots that if you're getting offensive rebounds, like they're bound to go in eventually. Um, So, yeah. All right. Let's give Wiggins his flowers. Is there any, but let's, let's also cut it here. Is there any way Wiggins actually steals this MVP from? No, no. Yeah. And, what would, and what would it take in game six and seven for that to happen, by the way? Wiggins would have you to know drop, it's got to go seven. Wiggins would have, would have to, to drop 30-plus, 15-plus rebounds both games. He'd have, Yeah, he'd have to do what he did in game five, and Steph would have to struggle. Again. To get it. He'd have, yeah, again and again, right. which I don't think is going to happen. Um, what did you guys think of this guy? Hey, buddy. Yeah, of course, of course. Good, bro. It was P-Well? Yeah, what's up, bro? What's up, what's man? On, how you doing, bro? Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, bro? Hello, hey. brother. Have a good one, bro. Yeah, fake Clay got on the court, dude. <laughs> now, if he got into a game, now that would be, that would be really epic. You see that, Monty? You see fake Clay shooting? Yeah, I saw it. I saw he tweeted something, and he like he was mad he got kicked out. But yeah, I mean, blame security. They're they're the dumb ones for just allowing him on the court. Like he's he's just he was just walking doing whatever, saying I'm Clay, I'm going to go on the court. That's security's fault. I don't know why he didn't just play dumb and was like, oh, I didn't know I couldn't do this. I thought I was or what is even dumber. I thought yeah, I, I thought was, was Clay. <laughs> um, here's the here's an interesting take from our favorite guy skip bayless are you kidding me um he said you know if if golden state loses this game and steph has this game does this now shift back to just steph being like "Uh uh-oh choke artist central here here we go again with uh steph curry no really like I can see, you kidding me? I think it's very valid. Like if if he put that up, and that's why I, I think we talked a little bit on Saturday. You're like, oh, if Steph pulls this off, he's in that like Jordan, LeBron category, right? But like if that was LeBron, bro, he would have been crucified in the media the next day for like right. that performance he put up. Well, he it's like, because he's a piece of shit. No, because he's LeBron James, and that's how it goes. But. Like, yeah, no, I definitely, like, and there has been in the past where, I mean, that's the thing, like, three-point shooting is so hard, and he makes it look so easy, and he relies on it, and, like, when you're off, you're off, but when you're on, it, it looks amazing, but it's, it's, he makes it look sustainable, but it's, it's, to the all thousand other NBA players, it's not, but I, do you I can think see it's just, Do you think they play as good of defense? Do you think Steph struggles in the next game? I think he does. No, because he's going to still chuck and shoot his way out of it. I don't think so. I think he struggles. I think they figured something out in Boston. That's another well, reason. I like well, okay, Boston. if if they do that, then he's just going to get his teammates going. If you want to double me, I'm going to get no. my teammates open. If you want to leave me one-on-one, I'm going to drop 40 like I did in all the other games. Well, get his and teammates think- going. Now you're counting on Clay to be making shots now. But, like, I think Steph's that good where he can – He's I, he's gonna be on, so it's not it's not gonna matter. It, it's gonna do if Boston wants to single him, he's gonna cook him. They're gonna just start celebrating in Boston. But yeah, I mean Clay Clay had five three pointers in this game. In game six, Clay he's gonna be on one too. It's a legacy was, game. Game six, Clay versus game six, Scott Foster. I think it was a mistake for Clay to say in the press conference. I can't no, wait to was. go to Boston. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't mistake. believe. Yeah, I don't believe too much in that. But the last time he said something in the media was like when he said LeBron's feelings were hurt, and then LeBron came back from three one and whooped them. So right. I, I, I think it's best to talk after you win. Like, why are you talking now? Like, I as agree. Kobe said, job's mm-hmm. not finished. So, like, what are you doing? So yeah, right. if there's any bulletin like bulletin board material to put up, if I'm the coach, just put put that up and 
that's all you have to do and let, let someone say that about you and going into your city and dominating. Okay. I love it. I want some more of it, uh, but we can't. So we're at the hour mark here. Um, Monty, you're leaving, right? You're, we're, ne- we're never going to see you for the rest of this playoff series. Yeah, I'm going off into the wind. Even You're not coming back Sunday? What if it goes seven? Sunday no, I'm, night? No, I'm coming back Tuesday. You are a piece of shit. <laughs> but it's okay. I told um, Adam we'll, I'm not We'll watching. be in the group text. <laughs> and I'm watching Thursday with Mo- or with Charlie <laughs> so that so – Every that game that we guaranteed. watch together, Boston's <laughs> one. Right. It's guaranteed that the Celtics win. Um, okay, so it is Tuesday night, but as we all know, it is always Friday night. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Flowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday, now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low. Studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are we can be who we are